This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program, radio program. Uh, Those that are watching on social media, welcome. Now, we're in the compound at World Ministries International. You see our chapel, a little bit of it in the background, as well as some beautiful scenery. But uh, I have Apostle uh, Daphne Nela. And uh, we've done some programs together. We're going to do some more. She's from East Africa, the nation of Kenya. Uh, welcome, Daphne. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Hansen. Yeah, indeed, I've um, enjoyed the programs we've had. Um, I've had also some uh, feedbacks from friends, especially back in Kenya, and they are following this. So I'm glad to be here at the World Ministries International. Um, I'm really learning a lot, and I'm really getting inspired uh, for the great work that you're doing. You're really impacting nations from here. This, this is an awesome place. You have a great ministry. And, and I believe with all of my heart, you're one of those apostolic voices in this end time that God has called you to impact and to minister to the people, and especially the Church of Jesus Christ. Well, thank you. Yeah. I know that um, God is forming right now coalitions. In other words, he's bringing people together. I network with a lot of apostolic networks, but he's uniting people. Yes, sir. And uh, God mm-hmm. brought us together in a unique way. Yes. At uh, the Archbishop uh, Kitonga's residence, yeah. where I was at, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you showed up, yeah. and uh, he introduced me to you. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I really appreciate my spiritual father. He has been very helpful and valuable to my ministry. He has really, you covered me and been there for me and raised me up. And, uh, you know, that day when we met, it was just very, it was just divine. It was just, I would say it was just God's timing because I was just about to leave for the U.S. And here you are, you visit him and I'm there and there's this connection. And my, my father says, oh, meet Dr. Hansen and he, he lives here and he has his ministry in the U.S. And see whether you can connect. And sincerely speaking, I wasn't even seeing how I was going to come. But it's amazing how God has just orchestrated everything that I found myself here. I was here like, I think two months ago, 
and look at me i'm back here and so i believe uh that god has a purpose why we we have connected and i feel like we're going to do a lot together by the grace of god well i was also flying to uh first amsterdam and then the united states that very night and uh, i felt impressed by the holy spirit to go pray for dr kitanga and uh, we have been friends bishop arthur kitanga since the 80s uh, we've ministered together, and I was in Kenya at that time, actually meeting with archbishops and bishops, the senior bishops, presiding okay. bishops, okay. forming a coalition to do what we can to bring peace to mm. Kenya, to act as, mm. as a church and not act mm. in racism or tribalism. Yeah. Because all, always during the elections, the church should be actually, the born-again church should be with one voice. Yeah. They shouldn't be tribalistic. Yes. We should be able to put in righteous leaders and, and there shouldn't be fighting or killing during the elections. Yeah. Yes. And the only one that can do that is the church. And so I yeah. was there trying to spearhead, yeah. bringing the leaders together so we could yeah. vote kingdom and not tribal. Yeah, because yeah. people say Jesus loves me, but then voting comes around, and uh, mm-hmm. in the past they've even killed one another. Oh yes, and so this is not of God. This is mm. purely the carnal man. This is mm. what prompted Cain to kill his brother Abel, yeah. and we've got to put us as apostles. Yeah, we got to put an end, an end to it to this type of sin. That's true. Sin. Yeah, and yeah. so I was in the country for that reason, meeting okay. with the top leaders. Yes, sir. And uh, now mm-hmm. Apostle Daphne has been with me. This is. Uh, mm. uh, the second time yeah. on this trip that she's been in the U.S., actually about five months. Yes, sir. And uh, we've had a good time. I've, I've grown to appreciate her heart and uh, what she stands for as far as what she truly represents. Yes, and we've done some programs that just came right out of our heart because we're both apostolic yes, as well as prophetic. That's true. And so it was very easy. Yes. It just flowed. Oh, yeah. I believe we share the same burden. <laughs> you see, when, when you have a kindred spirit, things just align themselves. I was just looking at Mary and Elizabeth. When they met, their babies leaped. And sometimes when you have um, the same burden, the same drive, the same you know, responsibility or mandate, should I call it, uh, the same kingdom mandate, then you're going to fl- you know, flow together. Sometimes you don't even need to have discussed. It's amazing how we've been doing this program. Sometimes we don't even sit down and say, this is what we're going to discuss. But uh, amazingly, the Holy Spirit just flows in us and we become very prophetic and we start just flowing. And this is how I know that we are really, we have the same seed. We have the same uh, passion. We have the same drive that God has put in our hearts. So I really, really appreciate and honor your apostolic calling. And, and I totally believe that we are, it is the same vein that that i carry yeah yeah it's been uh, quite quite easy like yeah. right now during this mm-hmm. interview mm-hmm. i haven't even gone into what we we're going to talk about because yeah. the holy spirit has taken over yeah and we've already talked about things mm-hmm. i wasn't planning to oh yeah but again that's that's the prophetic that's the inspiration yeah. of the holy spirit yes. and we have done mm-hmm. interviews recently yeah. in fact several yesterday yeah talking about the importance of relying on mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit yeah. and having the Holy Spirit within mm-hmm. us to such a degree that yes. the Bible calls it baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Or we can't be his ambassador if we are not filled with his power, his authority, mm-hmm. his Shekinah glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord said, go tarry and be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, be filled with my power yes. before you try to minister. Yes. Apostle? Yeah, you see, even Paul told them, or rather, when Jesus even was living, he told them, in the last days, you will have persecution. You will be before councils. You will be before people, 
to speak for me. But do not worry what you're going to speak because I will be the one to give you the utterance. You are not speaking for yourselves. And why I believe that sometimes it's so spontaneous and when the Holy Spirit takes over, because we are not speaking our own. We are not representing our own. We are speaking for him. So he will allow us to speak what he wants us to speak because he works in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I believe that when the Holy Spirit is actually working in us, he will give us the mind of Christ, the mindset of Christ, the will of the Father, so that what comes out of us, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So when the Holy Spirit is in us, then it's gonna, what we speak, what we declare, what we begin to minister is out of the abundance of the Spirit. The Bible also says that out of our bellies shall flow the rivers of living water. So I believe the rivers that are flowing is just an overflow of the Spirit of God that we have. And that is so important to have the Holy Spirit. We have uh, been emphasizing that on all our programs. To be filled, to be baptized, to allow the Holy Spirit just to take over the church, to allow the Holy Spirit to take its place in the ministry, in, the, in what we do. That is very important. Well, it is extremely important. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we have the kingdom of God yeah. within us, the kingdom of God within us. And we're going to talk a little bit about that right yeah. now, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, as you saw, uh, there was a truck that went right behind us. Because again, you're in the compound of World Ministries International. You see our chapel a little bit corner of it. Yeah. The truck was going further, deeper into the ministry where we have about 15 offices, mm -hmm. a, a television studio with about three different uh, television sets in the mm -hmm. radio studio and other offices, all geared to reach the world for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, apostolic yes. uh, is, is something that we share, the apostolic ministry. Yes. There's a fivefold gifts of ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. Yeah. All of them are needed. They all have a function, a purpose mm -hmm. to make the church complete. Yes, sir. But uh, some people don't understand the importance of the apostolic. Yes. And uh, we, we're talking about uh, a lot of times mainline churches that yes. nullify or reject the yes. Holy Spirit and reject if you want to say sin. Yes. And that's why they back and support sins of abomination like abortion, homosexuality, yes. other sins that bring judgment. Yes. And that's why the church is, mm -hmm. I've been saying, dysfunctional. Yeah. Because we need a tremendous revival in the church if we're going to save a nation. We mm -hmm. Half of the church needs mm -hmm. to get born again. My God. So, I mean, this is important. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. <laughs> You know, it's amazing that we need people in the church to get born again. I thought the whole church was born again. So it tells you that we really need to get uh, serious with our walk with God. And uh, the way you're just talking about the apostolic ministry, you know, the Bible says when Jesus ascended, he gave gifts to men and he gave some to be apostles and prophets. And of course, you know, the others, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers. But I want to focus on the apostolic ministry because that's where we're operating in. And the apostolic ministry is basically supposed to clear the way for the other ministries. It's supposed to oversee, it's supposed to, the function of an apostle is to basically uh, come in before the other, he's supposed to clear the ground for other ministers, stirring up the other gifts for others to come. And that's why Paul says that these gifts are for the edification of the church, they are for the, you know, building of the body of Christ, so that we can come to the unity 
and the perfection of Christ. So the apostolic ministry is supposed to align, to bring things to order. It's supposed to correct things. We are supposed to bring uh, right doctrines, to oversee doctrine, doctrinal issues. And, and we have to really speak the mind of, we have to confront some of the things that are happening. Some of the systems that are, you know, operating that are not right with God. It takes an apostolic voice to just confront a wicked system and say, no, this cannot happen. And we decree things in the spirit. God has given us that. I believe why God has given you a lot of favor in this area and across the nations is that you have this apostolic command over your life that you can change things in the spirit you can take territories in the you know in the territory in the territorial weakness you can handle with strong men you can handle strong men and you can clear the ground so that other ministries can can thrive i've been impressed by your workers here you have so many workers and everybody has just fit in in their calling you have mentored so many people to just fit in in their calling that's apostolic right there that we, we are supposed to mentor people Yes, we're supposed to disciple, we're supposed to mentor, yeah. we're supposed to see their gifts, and we're supposed to place them within. Yeah. We're supposed to disciple and correct. Yeah. We're supposed to teach and edify. Yeah. Yes, and again, you recognize, mm. you bring order yeah. where there is chaos. Yeah. And that's part of what we do in nations. We yeah. go and bring order. Yes. Uh, we lay the found. you know, apostolic ministry lays the foundation yes. jesus christ the chief apostle yes. and the chief cornerstone yes. in which the entire church is built upon yes, and so without the apostolic without then the prophetic yeah. the bible says the apostolic and prophetic the apostle mm -hmm. and prophet mm -hmm. lays the foundation yeah. for which the church is to be built mm -hmm. so we need all of these giftings yes. so we can have a church that's perfected yes. a church that's unified a church that is an army that understands their assignment, mm -hmm. understands their weapons, mm -hmm. understands how to use it. Yes. And again, mm -hmm. we've talked about mm -hmm. the importance of using, if I want to say that mm -hmm. nuclear weapon, the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. It, we've got to be able to understand and use the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. It's got to be within us to such a degree, yeah. it flows out of us, yeah. just like we breathe. That's true. And uh, actually talking about foundational, uh, ministry like apostolic and prophetic is very a foundational ministry what has a foundation uh, i want to demonstrate this because sometimes people misunderstand the apostolic ministry to feel like for me if i'm an apostle it means i'm number one others are right behind me what this means an apostolic ministry is like you are the foundation others are on you are kind of just holding up everybody you carry the weight so an, an apostle has a lot of responsibility because if Jesus has said the apostolic and the prophetic to be the foundation, then the foundation carries the weight of the building. You know, That's it carries right. the weight of That's the right. building. That's right. So it is not that it is, a you know, we are just, it's not just for fun that you're called an apostle. An apostle, look at Paul, he had to contend with powers. He had to contend with demonic forces that were resisting the gospel. The work of an apostle is very hard. I, I was the other day, I posted and I said, we need to pray for apostles. We need to pray for prophets and these people because it's a whole weight of responsibility. You are carrying every other gift. You are contending in the spirit. You are contending. And that's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do it on our own strength. By the grace of God, having a few years in the apostolic ministry, then you find that I just need, you need other, you need a fellowship. You need kindred spirit. You need fellowship with like-minded people. 
like this connection it will help us encourage each other strengthen each other because we do need this fellowship well it's it's important it's yeah. critical yeah. that again mm -hmm. The church works mm. as a team. Yes, the sir. church works in unity. The yeah. church works as a finely tuned elite force. Yeah. And so David had his mighty men. Mm -hmm. And those 300 mighty men, they did yeah. not start off very mighty. Uh -huh. They were losers. Oh, uh, they were troublemakers. Yes. But David, apostolic, mm -hmm. uh, had that mantle of leadership and anointing upon him. Yeah. He put that rough group of people together yeah. and they became such a powerful fighting force oh yeah that they took the nation they I united think. the nation amen so david and his amen. mighty men mighty yeah. men of valor oh yeah 300 but they started off as troublemakers they were losers like you <laughs> said actually the bible said they were in distress they were like depressed yeah in debt yeah they were just like nothing when they start and i believe they were so discouraged they did not even believe they can become anything. But when they associated with a winner, they associated with an apostolic grace, they were able to be mentored. And maybe that is also a challenge to this generation. Who you associate with determines what you become. Because if they just stayed in their situation, they would have just remained the same. But they had to walk with David, who was a mighty man of Ella. They had to learn from David. They had to see how David went to war. And then they were like, oh, we can do it. And out of that weakness, out of that deadness and that depression, they were able to rise up to be mighty men of God. So I want to believe that we have also to have, the association is very key. Mentorship is very key. Discipleship is very key. And we, we need a generation that can be mentored to become mighty men of God, mighty men of Vela in, in, in the spirit. Well, that's so important. Again, she talked yeah. about again, mm. without that leadership, yeah that these men would not become a fighting force. Yeah. And so the importance of recognizing, again, different people's anointing or mm -hmm. different people's calling mm -hmm. and the grace upon their life, yeah. but that recognition yeah. working in unity yeah. brings victory. Yes, sir. I wrote an article once on the Trinity in marriage. Okay. And uh, because, mm. uh, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, yeah. different roles, different responsibilities, yeah. but there's perfect equality. Mm. But again, they have different assignments and there no, there's no jealousy. Yes. And so if a marriage would do that, mm. it works in harmony and beauty. Yes. Yes. If not, there's separation, mm. yeah. division, and yeah. sometimes divorce. That's true. So yeah. the Trinity in marriage, can we work together without... Yeah having ourself get in our way. Ourself is our pride, our ego, our stubbornness. Yes. And these are the things that the Bible says God resists, yes. but he gives grace to the to humble. The humble. Oh, and, and so oh, if amen. we will stay under God, yes. then he gives us grace because he can trust us. Yes. We are worthy to represent him yes. and he gives us that assignment. Amen. The Bible says there's no Greek or Jew. There's no white or black. Look at us here doing kingdom work, flowing <laughs> in the spirit more connected than any other thing so listen there is nothing like race or color or or male or female in the kingdom and that's why we have to because people ask hey can a woman do this can a man do this let me tell you the spirit of god when it comes upon somebody it doesn't matter what color they are it doesn't matter whether they are from the jewish or the greeks or whatever where they are from when the holy ghost comes upon you you just run with the mandate 
and there is no need of competition because everybody, the Bible says you've been given a measure of grace. The gift that we received, we received the gift according to the measure of grace of Christ Jesus. Every person has a measure of grace. So you only need to identify what is my gift? What's my calling? If you stay in your calling, if you stay in your gift, the grace of God will be activated. You will not even need to hate anybody. I will not even need to be jealous of anybody. You just need to move with where God has placed you. And when, look, when you really identify your area of calling and move, and you will see God. You will see God manifesting himself. The only challenge is when people try to become others. Then you want to become like so and so. And competition sets in. Hatred sets in. We just need to be freed. Know that everybody has a measure of grace. According to the kind of gifting that God has placed in your life. So just know who you are. Know your place of assignment. And look, look at it. There are so many men of God in America. There are so many men of God around here. But I'm meeting this general of faith and we are just connecting is because there is something in us that is similar and we are just flowing because of the nature of our giftings and callings there's recognition again of mm. of the body of christ yeah. and we recognize mm. what god has done in each mm. other's life yeah. uh, there's no jealousy yeah. uh, but instead there's cooperation yeah. because again we are not in the way yes. meaning ourself our yeah. pride like i mentioned our yeah. stubbornness our jealousy yeah. which comes from again if if you are too much of yourself mm -hmm. but you've got to be too much in God, not yourself. Yes. Be in God, not yes. in yourself. Mm -hmm. Get out of the way and let God flow through you. Yes, sir. And that's the key with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Get out of the way and oh. let him move through you. I hear you. Many times pastors Powerful. get in the way yes. and God wants to do so much more, yeah. but they stop God oh, because yeah. they look at the clock. Now, I understand the need on a <laughs> clock, but I also understand yeah. when God moves and God <laughs> wants to speak, yeah. let him do it. I hear. You know, you got to let the wind flow. Get you got to let the water you. flow. Yes. And if, if the tidal wave come, get out of the way. Amen. And so we've got to get out of the way and let God flow. Yes. Let him flow. Amen. And, and Amen. then you're going to see tremendous victories, just oh, like yeah. the walls of Jericho come tumbling down. Amen. Amen. And don't become your own enemy. Let us not become the enemies of God. I'm telling you, we can become our own enemies, our own obstacles to revival. I, I believe the devil is not as powerful as we display him. We just do things that obstruct grace, obstruct the power of God, like you said. If you stand on the way of God, he, you will slow down the move of God. You slow down some things. So we just need what I call divine alignment. Just align yourself to what God is doing. Just discover. The Bible says it has been given to us to know the mysteries of the kingdom. We have the mind of Christ. The spirit of God that is in us, he's a spirit of revelation. He's going to reveal to us the mind of, of God, the mind of Christ. So when the Holy Spirit is in you, you will be able to design the will of the Father. You will walk in revelation and you will know God's timing. You know, man of God, the Bible says the men of Issachar had an understanding of the times. When you know what time it is, you will align yourself. You will be about your father's business. You will begin to align to purpose and begin to fulfill that which God has ordained us to. So there will be no need of obstructing where God is moving. You will be one of the facilitators. You will be one that is going to make the work easier so that God can fulfill his mandate and his purpose. 
Then sons of Issachar understood the times and the seasons. Oh, yeah. That did. gave them victory. I do oh, a whole message on the um, sons of Issachar. I love that. It's yes. so important. Timing. Uh, Issachar. Yes. Apostolic. Yes. And because the people under him yes. followed his leadership, yes. they had victory. Mm -hmm. They did not get caught unaware. They yes. were not ambushed. Yes. Uh, they were not destroyed. Yes, but sir. they had victory. Yes, They sir. had prosperity. Yes, sir. When things came to destroy them, yes, they turned the table and they took the land. And that's what it is when we're under authority. You know, you yes. mentioned earlier about mm. it doesn't matter about who you are, male yes. or female, yeah. uh, Greek or Jew, yes, sir. black or white. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and I've never cared. My first wife was white. Uh, the wife I have now, because my first wife is with the Lord, she's been promoted. Now I have an African wife oh. and uh, a Kenyan like you. Oh, really? You know her. Oh, yeah. You I know, know her. I know, I know the wife. I was <laughs> and, asking. <laughs> and I have, I have a son who's black and white. Look at that. And so, I mean, uh, because that's the kingdom of God. It, it recognizes no skin color. Yes, sir. All it recognizes is blood. Mm. The blood of Jesus Christ. Oh. And all of our blood flows red. Amen. All of us. I hear you. You know, I my my heritage is mm. German, Norwegian. And oh. it, it, when they trace it way back, just a touch of Mongolian. Now, oh. my wife, my oh. wife yeah. is, is uh, East African. You know, her blood, even though she's a Kenyan, more Rwanda, Kenyan, with a touch of Chinese. Oh. So my, my son, what is my son? He's really international. He's, Look at that. He's, <laughs> I don't know what to say, but that is, and that is exactly what we are saying. Going through, cross, um, breaking through this multicultural denominations and stuff like that, and just becoming the body of Christ, becoming a family of believers. When you become a family, we will embrace everybody, every race. It doesn't matter who you are. The blood of Jesus, like the man of God says, it, bring, it binds us together. We are kings and priests. We are one family of believers. And we thank God because of what he has made us to be. So we are proud to be who we are by the blood of Jesus. God richly bless you. And Amen. I give my special greetings, the Archbishop Thank Arthur you. Kitanga. Thank you, Dad. God bless you all. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. 
tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.